Welcome. This is what episode four of the Flix V Flops podcast. This is Baseman three three three, and this is uh, get it at get it Victor. Oh man, plugging that plugging that IG up in this shit. Yeah, and that is uh, at get it Victor on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'm I'm Baseman three 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 on just about anything, whatever video gaming platform you're on, Twitch, all that shit. You got to change on Instagram, man. Eh. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe I'll keep the Instagram personal. We'll All see. the pictures you're tagged in, though, you won't be tagged in them anymore, though, because it'll be under there. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe I'll make a new one. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. Mm, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll make it work. We'll make it work, guys. All right. So this episode, we reviewed two classic vampire love stories. And, and I say classic with the loosest sense of the term. It's facts. Uh, we did the volume one or uh, episode one or book one of... of I'll say book one. Fucking Twilight. Book one sounds more eloquent. Oh, boy. Twilight. Twilight, bro. And then uh, the 2010 film Let Me In. Let Me In, bro. Both films uh, we are reviewing today because they are both vampire romance films. Yep. Good old vampire romance films, I guess. Yeah, man. Uh, Before you watch this, uh, this Twilight film, had you been exposed to any of the mediums of it? Have you read the books? Have you watched the movies at all? Was this this is your first viewing, correct? Hundred percent. This is that 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 whole fad came about when I was a jaded young individual, and anything <laughs> that was trendy, fucking hard no. Yeah, I was uh, definitely a no go Ghost Rider oh, on that, that whole series. Didn't yeah. didn't read the books. Maybe I should have. Maybe I could have, but I didn't. Didn't watch the movies because I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, no. Bro, you know how everybody has like those like those niches that like you kind of find it out about somebody and you're like, oh, really? You're into that. Like, I'm real. I was really, really into Twilight. You know, I was, I was really honestly, I was pretty shit. surprised. I was pretty surprised I, when I heard that. I believe the first uh, the first movie came out when I was in sixth grade. And I remember like two or three girls were like sixth grade reading it in my class. And I was like, damn. What? And then the next year a movie came out for it. And I was like, damn. So I like started catching up in the books. I started yeah. reading them. I remember when the first Twilight film, the one we're reviewing right now, came out. I somehow, I don't even think I wanted to. I saw it like four times in theaters. Four times. God damn. Out of like 11 years old, bro. Oof. Like 11 or 12 years old. I'm like, how did Oof. I make it to the theater this many times? You I know? mean. God will make a way. Hey. Because it was at that very moment I fell in love <laughs> with oh, this fucking Oh my series. God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, All right. So, so not only is this flicks v. flops, this is fanboy versus <laughs> fuck that shit boy. <laughs> God, oh, all man. right, let's 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 dive right in. Let's right. go for it. All right, uh, I mean, you, I I was not. You weren't I, you weren't flattered with this I, movie. Okay, you so weren't... I tried to go in. I tried to go in, not hating it without any. I I tried to get myself out of the the mind state that I was. You were already you were already gonna hate it. Yeah, I was already gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. in high school, I was like, "This is fucking stupid. Fuck this garbage." So I I tried to get myself out of that. I tried to sit down and and watch it for what it was objectively and uh yeah for the first fucking 15 minutes that were you not entertained oh i was not entertained one (laughs) but i okay how about this i was entertained by how fucking cringy it was bro Mm, how just oh my god oh my god so cringy (laughs) 
Um, I I religiously watch this film about twice a year. That that's a joke, you guys. But it it'll this film will find a way into my into my life. It'll be on it'll be on Hulu. I can't find anything to watch and put on Twilight. Oh, it'll be on Netflix. Come on, yeah, it's on there. So I'm gonna put it on. You know what I mean? Somehow I feel like this isn't a joke. No, nah, it's not a joke. Like these are this is how life plays out. But I'll end up watching it, and I'm just like. It's charming. It's charming. It, or at least the nostalgia of it was for me. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Maybe but, the nostalgia factor. But I watched it this time, and the things that people said was was bad, it was like, maybe it's because we're on the podcast, but it was like super magnified to me, like oh, things that are really yeah. bad about it. And I really was like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, if I looked at, at that objectively, that is very bad. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I, I do feel like a lot of people were looking at that movie even back then with that that veil over their eyes of like, I love this book series so much, it has to live up to my expectations. Almost like the same way that, that Star Wars nerds would live up to that Star Wars hype, myself included. Nice. But shut down, just enjoy it for what it is, mm-hmm. call it a day. And I'm not taking anything away from anybody. If you love this movie, that's awesome. I'm happy that you love this movie. I'm gonna tell you right now, I fucking hated it. It was oh, fucking shit. trash, dude. Oh, shit. It was flopping. Flopping, dude. Like like a flipping fish out of fucking water flopping, dude. Holy it was shit. horrid. Um, From moment one, horrid. Yeah. So, uh, Bella moves to the small town. Yep. This girl who's very plain, very awkward. Yep. And that's even stated in the books, too. Like, she's yeah. like awkward and just, like, nerdy she is. And Kristen Stewart, she plays, she's the plain Jane character. She really, truly is. Like, she's just, like, the awkward girl who, like, is cool. Like, I would drink a beer with Bella Swan if she was 21. I mean, in the in the book, Bella Swan, or in the movie? The movie. The, uh, in the book, in the book, it's more, yeah. In the I was book. about to say, from what I hear in the book, she's more of a bro. She's more of a bro. Because in she's this, she's a, just a... You're getting to see the inner dialogue of who she actually Okay, because so. uh, I tell you, Kristen Sewer's a fucking brick wall in this shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's... So bad, bro. A lot of uh, a lot of very quick blinking, a lot of looking down, looking looking super awkward, trying to look awkward. So yeah, like overacted would be the only term that I could use for that. Yeah. Like, the, awkwardly overacted. Do you think that was more to blame on her acting or the directing? Directing. Dude, directing. If whoever was running the production of this film that that saw that in pre and went, yeah, that's fine, and allowed that shit, that's on them. Mm-hmm. Because Kristen Stewart is just the vessel for telling the story. Any actor is just the vessel for telling the story. And you have to have a good creative director that can say, Hey, that was a that was a little bit much there. Maybe dial it back two notches. Yeah. Maybe make it look a little more natural and not like a fucking cartoon. And then you would have a better feel for the story. Mm-hmm. For me, from the first 15 minutes, I was so distracted by the like overexpression of every little thing and the stammering over words that just didn't seem at yeah, all take natural. Take a shot every time Kristen Stewart. Oh my god, I'd be uh, fucking mumbles out. or stutter. I'd be puking all oh over the gosh, fucking place, yeah, you dude. Blacked out. I'd have been dunzo. Like, like it, it, it took away so much from the story. I feel like if if the director had just been like dial it back a notch or two, I could have enjoyed the story for what it is, however poorly executed. But this this took so much away from from what s- story there was 
that I was just laughing at it the whole time. It was a fucking joke. Yeah. Um. What's the What's the runtime of this film? I think it's it's less than two hours, or it's a little under two hours, I believe. Our but, Our man Brock can check. Um. Yeah. Pull up the old. I mean, you could do it on the computer too, but whatever the case. I have a computer in my hand. That's right. I mean, we all have a computer in our pocket. It's fucking great. Oh yeah. There's that's a Brock or son engineer, you guys. Yeah. Brock's killing it over he's here. On the, he's on the crew now. You hired him. Yeah, we hired him for a beer and a hand job. <laughs> who knows who's getting who? Exactly. Oh, hey, plot twist. All right, yeah, that's why it's a podcast and not a thing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, hey, you never know. It might be a podcast, but I got a, I got a streaming camera over there. Oh, so next time, yo. that shit might be set up right over there. <laughs> my skin, looking at my ugly is ass, crawling. Two hours and six minutes. Two hours six. Oh my god, it was two hours six minutes. One is okay, it? so it's oh over two hours. Wow, god. did not realize that. It didn't feel like it to me. Oh, wow, to me it felt like fucking <laughs> eternity. Oh. <laughs> it like a fucking eternity, bro. So I think a lot of the plot elements of this story of the story had to be cut out because I think it's just like because of the runtime. Because there's so many things that get left, like get like left out, and it really really takes away from the story. Like when Bella like get saved from i guess like being like about to be like sexually assaulted or attacked by those guys yeah he comes through he picks her he like intervenes edward intervenes yeah picks her up they go on a whole ass date after that and it's like a really really slow scene of them just like having dinner like actually enjoying themselves yeah that would have been a great storytelling device but no they spent 15 fucking minutes on facial expressions earlier in the movie yeah, or even the scene where they're like laying in the meadow and he's like shining in the light or whatever. That's supposed to be Edward's like favorite spot in like in Forks in that town. Hmm. And that Good he, to know. he just loves going there. So in the book, like they have to go on like this hike yeah, like and they're going. Yeah, there was a lead up to it. And all these elements get compressed down or changed and it really, really took away from the story. If this was a I don't know why this wasn't like a TV series. If this was a TV series, this would have like killed it. Maybe the CGI special effects and I guess the budget at the time maybe it didn't support that and, being and a long Netflix running. Netflix not streaming at the time or True. not streaming as much at the time. Yeah, yeah. This is like this came out two thousand seven, so this is like. Yeah, that's 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 almost the era when Netflix started like really, really streaming coming heavy. out with anything. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I, I think I agree with that. I think that if this probably would have been better if it were a, a either a mini series or a full on series, because then you could actually tell the story for what it is. You could actually see, yeah, yeah. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. But what we got in front of us right now is some some hot garbage. Hot garbage, bro. Oh uh, yeah, man. Um, there's just like little things that I would just like pick up on, and I'm like, this doesn't look good. Edward's hair looks no, stupid. Terrible. You look really, look really stupid. The, like the paleness of the vampires too. It's like overdone. I, do, I don't, I don't remember in the uh, in the books them ever being described as pale. They just look like otherworldly. They just look like too beautiful. So I'm yeah. imagining just like having you know those girls who are always Instagram ready, like all oh the time. My God, yes, that's that's kind of in my head what I imagine it to be. Like those people are just like super perfect, like Ken Dolly kind of people. Yeah, in, a, in like a darker sense. When the, and they 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 kind of they kind of got they that right. Got they look very that. elegant. They look very cool, but just like they look like that. But if you threw a fucking tub of baby powder on their face, yeah, they look so fucking pale. It look it look really like 
I can obviously see that you four people standing together are paler than everybody yeah. else. You are clearly anemic or right. something's going on here. Right. So something's wrong with you fools. Yeah. But you have to say one good thing about Twilight. One good thing about Twilight? One, one soundtrack, was all right. soundtrack was alright. Soundtrack was alright? Soundtrack was alright. You like right. that baseball scene with the... Yeah! I didn't... The baseball scene was so fucking corny, but it it was probably the most semi-enjoyable part of the movie. Yeah, just believe it. And and I use semi-enjoyable lightly. Like, I didn't hate it. Yeah. But I didn't enjoy it. Damn. Like, bro, I, I literally had to pause the movie multiple times because I was laughing so hard at how fucking horny it was dude. bro i i really um the scene where edward puts bella on his back and just bro, runs so bad bro i i was like i've never seen how bad this looks. it's so bad and the wire effects when they're like hopping from tree to tree i was like oh my god okay maybe it's 2007 cgi we can well i'll give him a little bit of leeway there yeah but you would think with a, a book of this stature, of this popularity, they would have had a little bit of overhead to maybe <laughs> dump into the fucking CGI. I I don't I, know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, it all comes down to like the directing. I feel like because uh, yeah. I think I think in a, in a parallel universe there is there is a version of this film that is a little bit better because I Rob, hope so. Robert Pattinson, fire Terrible. ass. I think he was terrible as this role, though. Yeah, yes. Fire actor. Yes, fire actor in, in other works. Garbage Edward. Garbage Edward. Absolutely garbage. Yeah. I I don't... What? You're just going to laugh in my face. So, no, like... You're, spo- you're supposed to <laughs> laugh at my Edward impression. Dude, why, why the fuck did he look like he was about to vomit as soon as he saw Bella? He looked... Bro, he looked like he was holding back vomit or had to shit. Okay, so in the books, he tells Bella that the first day that they were together, that like basically the the scent of her was like so intoxicating that like he wanted to just like rip it or fucking shreds right. like you're sitting that close to her. But I think that could have been communicated a little more than like looking like he look had at, fucking diarrhea or, or, on, or deck. he had that look alike when <laughs> when your fart smells so bad you cover your own nose like. Bro. No, dog, I literally have in my notes here, Edward's facial expressions, lol, what the fuck, looks like he's actively shitting himself. Oh my god. That's a lot of, that's how a lot of the facial expressions look, bro. It's like, like, a lot of characters are, like, constipated. They just look like they're about to shit themselves. It's fucking hilarious. Um, do you think Edward is a creep? Creep? No. Douchebag, yes. I mean, in... uh, I mean, a little bit creepy around the edges, yeah. uh, yeah. He's a fucking 300-year-old dude, like... They... they, (laughs) Pick up some quirks along the way, I guess. They, they, uh, they lightly brushed over that he watched Bella go to sleep. Yeah. In the book, I I'm sure they detailed the fuck out of that shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this. In the movie, they said he did this, like, been doing it for months. So you don't know, like, the intervals. How long? In the book, he was like... I've been doing this for weeks, days. Sitting there jacking himself off yeah, the whole just, fucking time, just edging the entire fucking time. God. Oh my God. Fuck me. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so on the subject of this, this horrible primary acting, in my opinion, the mm-hmm. tertiary actors were so much better. Yeah. I, I would say so. 
I really, really like uh, Bella's dad, the guy, Billy Burke. Yeah, and... Billy Burke killed that role. Yeah. He played the just, I'm just a fucking he played a gruff stuck dad. up gruff dad cop. He had a little more characterization and you know, I keep reading anything back to the books, but like more characterization in the book. But he actually plays what I would think would be a good, um, a good representation of Bella's father. The, okay yeah cool like he did a really really well, accurate job and and I, I think this is a this is a great review because this is you who are actually a fan read the books multiple times twilightologist and and me who doesn't give a flying fuck well, yeah. about this series <laughs> that us i could fucking take it or leave it and i'm glad i uh left it till now <laughs> god damn <laughs> Yo, fucking no, rough. we're gonna after this podcast, we're gonna find a way to watch the other ones God, at some point. Fucking... I can we can find some other vampire romance films and throw that bitch in there. I'm sure. Oh like, boy, that's gonna be heat. That'll that's be our one. that'll be our Halloween special, ladies and gentlemen. Halloween special. Oh my uh, God, be what are we gonna get? Interview with a vampire versus fucking Twilight Eclipse or whatever the fuck that shit's called. Eclipse is the best one. All right, okay. All Eclipse right. Is the all best right. One. Well, maybe Eclipse is the best. Maybe one I won't give it a shot at all because it was because those ones it's just straight action. Oh, okay. It's just straight. Okay, maybe if it's straight action, it's straight I won't action hate it so much. The, the uh, essentially the I ain't gonna spoil too much, but the vampires and worlds get together to go fight other worlds and van- other um, vampires. Bet. That yeah. might actually be so cool. So it's like, yeah, they riding on their backs and shit, bro. All right, like, all right. off limbs. All right. Yeah. Now, I, I do like, and I, I can almost guarantee this is the story lore itself. I do like the fact that the the Lycans are Native Americans. I think that's dope. Yeah. Because that... Is that the is that the like uh the scientific term for a van uh, not a vampire a werewolf yeah lichen a lichen pretty sure they said it in the fucking films I think so actually I don't think they said it in this film yeah they say it in the in the other films but mm-hmm. yeah a lichen I'm pretty sure is is the term for a werewolf yeah other than a werewolf mm-hmm. okay what's what's my next notes here and, oh. who, and who doesn't love a giant um CGI werewolf bro I mean if it's done right. They got a nice Tom York song playing in the background. All right, nice all right. Song, you know? I can vibe. Nice I can vibe with chase the chase scene. With I can vibe with the the Radiohead with the Tom York seducing you into this lifestyle. Get ready. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you did you think too much of the villains? I think the villains were horrible. What villains? Like they just seemed like douchebags. Like there was no. The villains were so understated and tertiary to what was going on that it was just like. Oh, he's a hunter. And unfortunately, it is like that also in the books. Um, it's all from Bella's perspective in the books. So okay. as these killings are happening, you, ha- you have no knowledge of it, essentially. Okay. So I guess it was a little more realistic that in the movies, they had these killings going on and Charlie being more involved in it. Like, oh, this guy got killed here. Oh, yeah. this guy got here. That oh, got killed here in the uh in the books that's not even touched upon so i oh, I, I think that was okay. I think that was a cool little element to it but the, the, they were they were trash yeah, they were trash protagonists they're really they, bad they do come in in that last like quarter of the book though like they're not introduced at all and then they just come out of nowhere and it's like okay we got group of evil vampires now we're just going to throw in this all part right, of the film fucking yep. whatever yeah and it just kind of it just kind of like happens like that yeah. but um yeah dude so let me let me check the notes here. We got Edwards const, looks constipated. Why? It's the meme. It's the mere presence of Bella making him shit himself in fear that he's so fucking hungry. Did they run any of this by? Oh yeah, it, this entire movie. I was the the acting. 
I'm pretty sure I touched on it earlier, but like, why? Why is it so bad? And did they run any of the scenes by the writer of the book? I, I feel like they didn't. No. As, I as mean, she made a cameo. Oh, yeah. In, uh, in the diner. Like she was in the diner. How do you know what she looks like? The wife. <laughs> oh, the wife was, was watching. Oh, she's watching. Me. She's like, let's be out. honest. Oh, my God. She's that's the writer. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, also, one other thing. This is, I, I wrote in my notes, this is a good movie to put on. You're going to come back home with your girl, going to sit on the couch. You don't know what to put on. You put this on. You put this on. I, Would you put this on or the notebook? I I, I don't know. I, I let's all right, all right, listeners. I've never seen the notebook. You've never seen the notebook. Never seen the notebook. Oh, we gonna cr- Would that be a flick or a flop? I'm pretty sure that's a. Fl- I mean, let's go, if we're going by popularity, it's a flick. Oh yeah, that's a hard flick. <laughs> but yeah, I've never never seen that movie, and 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 I call myself a Ryan Gosling fan. You have not, seen and I have not seen the notebook. Yeah, I, I, at least I know he's in it, right? He plays a cornball in it. I'm that's, sure. That's all you need but to that's, know. But that's—it's a fucking love story. It's supposed to be corny as fuck. Simping. Oh my god! Simping. Don't even fucking say that shit. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm sure he's a simp. Yeah, he Homer simping. Oh my god. Homer simping. I, I had to hold back in my laugh. Fuck. My whole fucking joke. All right. <laughs> um, what would you rate this? This uh, this glorious film, my friend. What would you give this? This beautiful love story as old as time <laughs> numerical or uh personal 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 fuck that shit i ain't watching that shit again that was trash i'll watch it if i'm drunk as piss and want to laugh at right. some shit acting <laughs> numerical yeah like a three like a three it gets hey it's better than that fucking mortal Kombat film we watched last oh uh, yeah God, uh, at least yeah. it had a little bit of substance <laughs> and it was okay i could follow where the story was going <laughs> Did you notice how everything was kind of blue in this film? Yeah, they they filtered the shit out of everything. Everything, um, in the uh, all the movies, all the movies correlate to uh, different colors. So the first one is blue, second one is orange, third one is red, I think, and then I can't remember what. Did they <laughs> color grade every film? Yeah, it was to like... the book cover. Uh, no. No, actually, because in uh, okay. the book awesome. cover for the second one, it's like a white, it's like a white and pink uh, lily or something, a flower, a rose. Okay, yeah, I was about so. to say, because that would be extra corny, and it would just make me just solidify how fucking yeah. stupid. E- Eclipse has... The directing one. Eclipse has uh, a ribbon, a red ribbon on it, and then... I do seem to remember seeing Breaking that. Dawn is like chess pieces. I do seem to remember seeing at least... A, a, Pretty sure it was a pawn and a king. Yeah, I believe so. Actually, damn, that's a good question. Oh, I think it's a pawn. And a king. Well, you know what? That might be an interesting uh, subtlety that only nerds would fucking. And then out. what would be? Ah, uh, and then what would be? Is that what called? Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. Breaking Breaking Bad. <laughs> I love how uh, I say I I bring Breaking and it's Breaking Bad's the second thing. <laughs> dawn. Breaking Dawn. It okay. is. A white queen, white queen, and a red pawn. Oh, white okay. queen and a red pawn. Oh shit! Queen being the focus and the pawn in the background. Is that not is that not a fire cover? I'm 
mean, yeah, it's a good cover. It's definitely a good cover. There's no let's, chess in this. Let's look at the rest of the shit. Oh, we got a pomegranate. This isn't the Queen's Gambit. We got a pomegranate for the Midnight Sun, which I don't fucking know or care. New Moon is a, a lily or a flower of some sort losing a, a petal, which is not a petal of that flower. And then, yes, Eclipse is a torn red ribbon. Yes. And then OG Twilight is a pasty-ass white hands with a red apple. apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, alluding to, I'm assuming, Good Adam night. and Eve. Yep. And the, poi- and the poison apple. Oh. <laughs> fucking garbage. The temptation. Yeah, I see you over there looking at how fucking garbage this shit is. <laughs> I didn't see anything. I'm looking at the levels, homie. He's, he's looking at the levels. <laughs> you know what? I mean, you're a, you're a good sound guy. I appreciate that. Um. All right, so... <laughs> Numerically, what'd you say this one is? I said a three. You said a three? I, I said a three and I was being generous. All right. I'm going to be objective here. An 11. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this guy goes with the 11 on a scale I'm of kidding. one to fucking I'm, 10. I'm, I'm kidding, you guys. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I'm going to give it a four. Right. I'm going to realistically give it a four. Wait, is this the, is this the first time your rating is higher than mine? Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty so. Sure this is the I first usually time. I usually rate around a six to a seven almost. Yeah, and I'm six. like seven to eight on the, on, well, I'm lower on the shit films, but seven to eight or higher on the good ones. Yeah, that's a fact. All right, cool. Why should we get to a flop that's gonna like emotionally move us? We're gonna be like, damn. I, you know, it, it could happen. There, yeah, are, there are some really shitty movies that I fucking love. So we'll that's see. That's a fact. That's a fact. We'll fucking see. All right, so our next film is Let Me In, 2010. Our director is Matt Reeves. Matt, Matt Reeves. Reeves is the guy who also directed the uh, remake of Planet of the Apes. Bet. And he directed uh, Cloverfield, if you remember that. So, dude has a little repertoire. And he's directing Sadly, the new uh, Batman film with Robert Pattinson, if I believe. Oh. I believe that, too. Well, all right. So, all right. Yeah, so Robert Pattinson comes in twice, comes up twice in our conversation. Hey, you know, He's I'm not... He's everywhere. Is he God? I'm not sure. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. Dude, fucking dude. Oh, I swear that fucking... I ain't seen him fly yet. Yeah, right? Oh, but he close. Yeah, but he runs real fast <laughs> in CGI. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck me. Um, yeah, we just finished seeing this film, bro, and it was... It was just as good as I remember, man. This is a, it's a romance film about this. Actually, I'm gonna let you tell this. I'm gonna let you tell. What is this? So this is this is a slightly horrific film. Like you could kind of put it in the horror genre. I personally wouldn't. I usually think of horror as as more along the lines of like the found film shit. Yeah. Um. But you could call it a horror film because there are some de- definite uh, instances of, of gore. Um, but it is a young adult love story mm-hmm. that just happens to have some uh, some vampire background. I like that. I like that description. Because you're getting like this like coming-of-age story, but you're just having the twist of like, oh, the coming-of-age boy meets girl. Oh, fuck, she's a vampire. Oh, fuck, she's a murderer. Complications. Uh-oh, stinky. Yeah, and they're not even in high school yet, so. Literally stinky, he says. She smells weird. <laughs> this, um, yeah, this is a, I will say this film is not as brutal as the Swedish. No, the Swedish or, one was The Swedish was one rough, is, yeah, way more brutal. Yeah, uh, from what I remember. Yeah, a little Which more. Which vague. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, a little more, a little more hard, hard to watch in certain areas. 
way more blood and stuff like that. So I and uh, another thing that happens in the story is this movie kind of was I guess was trying to say the girl is more human than not because of her need to connect with somebody. Yeah, I think so. Even through all the bullshit in the original film, it was saying more that hmm, maybe the little boy's the monster. He has right. all these violent tendencies. Yeah. Oh, get, man. Flashbacks, the, bro. Remember him in the mirror? Yes. So the, yes. Yeah. In the mirror where he's where he's like acting out, stabbing the fucking bullies. Like, yeah. who's who's the girl now? <laughs> yeah. Was... I mean, I think, I think everybody can relate a little bit to that if you've had, a, had somebody being a shithead to you. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, definitely more relatable characters in this film, for sure. Oh, yeah, man. At least was... for me. I feel that, man. But I'm a bitch. <laughs> I got knocked those bullies out, man. The guy in this film. I mean, that's why I started boxing. Like, that's why I bought a gun. <laughs> that's why I bought a nine, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep the nine on me. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, man. This film this film had some really good acting in it. Yeah, um, I think so, too. Uh, what is this young lady's name? Uh, God damn it. Chloe Moretz. This young lady's name is Chloe Moretz. Yes, sir. And... She really, really killed this role. Absolutely, because I felt like like she got across the uh, innocence of a child. Totally, like with the look, like the look and demeanor of somebody who like and the viciousness has, has, who has been through some shit. Yeah, you know, just like in the little things she did. Oh, definitely. Know? No, she the 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 micro expressions were there. Yeah, they really were. And what these films were three years apart, if that. Yeah, yeah. Two and a half, three years apart. Like that shit was way different and yeah i think i think even even uh even our our main character oh yeah he uh he he, he killed he killed his he role killed owen uh owen i owen. have no idea played by uh cody yeah cody smith mcphee i wonder what that kid's doing now um he was in another i think he was in another uh young adult novel film i think it was called uh ender's game if you ever heard of that, I mean, I know it's the a novel. Book well. a Do you? Yeah, Ender's Game is the shit. Oh shit! Yeah, I got turned the movie. Did they was, uh, yeah, How the there. fuck did I not even hear about that movie, bro? Dang, bro! Living under a rock, dog. Shit. God damn. I mean, that shows you how much of a film uh, not buff I was for a long time. Facts, bro. Video games for life. This podcast will do that to you, bro. It's true. Learn about things you didn't even want to know about. For real. Let's see. Well, he's been in since. Since uh, our our film here, let me in. He's been in Paranorman. Okay. Romeo and Juliet. Um, he played he played a character in, the, in uh, 2013 Romeo and Juliet. Uh, he was in Planet of the Apes. Okay. Um, he was in X Men Apocalypse. I don't remember Deadpool two. Really? Yeah. I Dolomite. This, I don't remember this young man at all. And he is currently in or. Oh, actually, he's in po- he's in post production of for Power of the Dog, a twenty twenty one, I'm assuming film. Yeah, film. That's when his career really gonna pop off with the Power of the Dog. <laughs> yeah, but he's in post production. He's not even in the film. If he's in post, he's doing editing or doing something. Okay, maybe he's directing. Huh. Good job to you, Cody McPhee. Well, yeah, dude, you killed it in this, and and I hope you're doing well. Yeah, man. How are you like? How are you liking the depiction of vampires in this? Uh, 
I I gotta read the book. I gotta read the book of this next. Yeah. Because I gotta I gotta see like how far they take like the rules of like the vampirism vampirism and stuff like that. Because I thought it was really cool. Like I've always heard that myth of like um oh a vampire walks indoors. Yeah. They you can't. They vampire can't, can't walk indoors. Cannot cross the threshold of somebody's home without being allowed in. Yeah. Yeah. So I love seeing that. that come into play and being like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to walk in anyways. And seeing like, and then seeing the she, damage that start happens, ears bleeding, face bleeding, eyes bleeding, nose fuck. bleeding. That's not to mention is. good effect on that. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think they portrayed the classic vampire tropes that I think they, 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 they played the classic vampire uh, lore very well in this mm-hmm. film. Um, and we had to the, explain they didn't have to explain. We, have to explain that's because that's it. because that's us. That's a we fucking, already know. Everybody knows what that is. We don't need the origin is. of what the vampire no. is. How it, let it just be its thing. No, don't give us a lot of yeah, a lot no. of explanation. I love that they made her animalistic when she smelled and tasted blood. I think that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I I love the licking way the they ground, yep gnarly. licking the licking the blood off the ground. I love the way they changed her face, mm-hmm. her eyes, and everything when she was. Hungry, you oh, know, yeah. when when she was crazed was by the blood. That was sick. That, that was fire. Was it looked really fire. Contrasting that to Twilight, where yeah, they their eyes changed and and okay, there's a little bit of animalism there, but the fucking glistening fucking skin. Come on. In the books. In the, the book, the, I'm sure. I'm gonna keep saying that. In the book, I swear, there's a story here. No, in the book, um, I'm sure there is. Uh, but it's not. It's almost described as shining lore. like fire. And so they're smoky. It's almost in the sunlight. Be, like they uh, should be. Edward acts acts Bella, are you scared of me now? In the when he shows her this. Yeah, as he's lighting and on fucking fire. I when I imagine it in my head, I imagine it being something so like otherworldly and just like breathtaking that it was like almost like on some like HP Lovecraft, like, oh my god, what, like, the, what the fuck is going on? With you? Yeah, that kind of shit. And it was just like, no, they made oh, I got a lot of glitter on glittery. Me. Oh my god! Looked like you went to a I, fucking strip ED, club the EDC, night before. You know what I mean? God damn! Oh my god! No, it was, yeah. In, in contrast to the Twilight film, Let Me In's vampire portrayal, so much more classic and more brutal. Which vampires are supposed to be fucking brutal monsters. The vampire in Twilight beats the vampire. And let me in's ass though. And if it was a fight, like hypothetically, like one was just the go in that movie. Excuse <laughs> me, what? <laughs> oh yes, she a beheaded thing. a motherfucker, bro. She fucking beheaded a motherfucker, bro. These these dudes have like in Twilight, they have like instantaneous speed. Yeah, they they instant speed. They fucking teleport. They can sort of kind of fly. They climb like they're goddamn monkeys. Yeah, that didn't look that didn't look cute either. No, that did not look cute. No, it looked terrible. It, it, was, it was just like him listening. Like, he looked, just, it looked so just bad, bro. off the side of the building it like was that. So bad. Oh man, bro. It's, it's, it's crazy what three years of a difference in CGI will do. Fuck me. Oh man. Again, I go back to. I swear that movie had a higher budget than it than than that. Like it had a higher budget than the quality they produced. I swear. You would think. Yeah. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. Maybe it was low budget. I don't know. But they got some fucking acting clout behind it. If I ever become a big time director, I'm definitely remaking Fucking remake this. it and do it right. Do it justice so I can actually like watch a Twilight film and go, eh, that wasn't that 
bad. The reason, you guys, that my uh, my Twilight um, knowledge is pretty sh- uh, sharp right now is also because I just finished listening to the audiobook of the gender swapped Twilight novel in which Bella is Beau or and uh, Edward is Edith. So like it's like all the characters are gender swapped. It's really really cool. It's crazy. It's about time somebody fights over me for once, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's a good it's a good ride, and you guys should all take it and uh, go check it out. I mean, fuck it. Maybe I will. I, you know, I, honestly, what if? Let's say, let's say I don't read any of the original books. And I only read the gender swap versions. I'd be cool with that, and I feel like guys will like it more because it's just like it's from a male perspective because it's from first person perspective of Bo. True. And Bella's already kind of like a broish kind of girl. Also and then, true. Having like a broish, awkward kind of guy. Like if you were, if you ever grew up as like an awkward, nerdy kind of guy, then you're kind of like, "Ha, huh, I see it." Yeah, but it's also kind of like the. Uh, I feel like a lot of women like this book too because of like, oh, I'm just I'm just a normal girl, and then oh, this smoking hot guy who has everything together is just like so like suddenly like suddenly into me Mm. you know what i'm saying it's like that's the uh living vicariously through these fictional characters that i feel like a lot of women were getting off to okay i just like corny shit like this this is what i get my rocks off yeah it's fucking corny as fuck bro it is very corny like i mean it is very corny what can i say some some of my (laughs) some of my favorite fucking movies are star wars films and they are objectively corny let's be honest you see how powerful twilight is though we talking about let me in and twilight will bleed into the conversation because because it's because the movie was so objectively terrible it that's was how, supposed to be good. That's how powerful the sauce of Edward is. <laughs> oh my God, Edward's Yo, fucking sparkle sauce. We gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta uh, watch the rest because we gotta find out if you're team. Uh, oh my Edward God, Edward or Jacob. I'm team. Fuck that shit. Yo, my, you'll pick a side again. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna pick team Jacob just because Edward's a fuck boy. Uh, Jacob's a good dude. Jacob's a good dude. He gets turned into a wolf at uh, at some point. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, and it's fucking supposed to be. It's in his fucking blood. Dead ass. Dead ass. They alluded to it in this film. Yeah, man. On Let Me In, what what would you rate this this wonderful film, bro? And did you have anything else to say about it? Oh, I got plenty to say about it. It's we we barely. Even oh touched my god! On it. Yeah, like we the, barely even touched on um, it. cinematography. Cinematography was oh my god. Bro, the car roll scene car was roll so visceral. From the inside of the car. Oh my! From the back seat, you just watch the violence of an actual car rolling down a fucking hill at thirty miles an hour. I've never seen. A, I've never seen a. I've seen like a car crash from like inside Ooh. a car with a whole like roll sequence like that. Right. Very, very, very cool to watch. It gives me flashbacks to the first time I saw the spinning room scene in Inception. Yeah. Where it was just so. Like, you felt it, it felt surreal, but also so real and visceral at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the the choice of muting all music and just having the crash sounds for that that shit was immersive. That sh- it was like, oh fuck, I'm in the backseat, I'm getting thrown around. That shit was so well done. That shit was heat. That shit was heat. Did yes. You, did you uh like the um revelation that uh her caretaker essentially was actually a little boy that she fell in love with? Absolutely. I I had been her. I had been wondering that from the start. I had been wondering. I'm like, 
the the way that the rapport that they had in that scene where she's yelling at him, I'm like, these this is a married couple. It really is sound like that, yeah. Like this is a fuck. These yeah, these people like have been yeah, together really forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, dude, did is is she grooming her next caretaker? Is she grooming her next fucking dude? And sure as shit, that's kind of what was going do you on. Think, do you think that was more to be manipulative or because like she actually cared for him? I think it's a little bit of both. I I think it's I think it's that's the same the same thing that that was brought up in Twilight where vampires have this allure to them oh yeah they are attractive as a dark as a as a hunting method yeah you know Mm -hmm. like vampires are supposed to be attractive to humans because the perfect stranger type shit exactly exactly the perfect stranger type shit it's it's a it's a lure Mm -hmm. their 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 body their presence their 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 looks it's a lure to lure in the next prey. And then the vampire makes the choice to keep that prey as a pet. Hmm. And all she was doing was keeping another pet. It's kind of fucked if you think about it's it. Fucked. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked. Yeah. The whole fuck. relationship is fucked. Now, whether they want to portray it as he was going to be her pet or he was going to be her companion that's to be determined but i think i think it's more or less the vampires still have some human traits to them where they still still want connection crave connection and companionship Mm -hmm. but they're a fucking vampire and they're gonna outlive their partner if they're a human regardless yeah that's always find another vampire or you're fucked that's the classic that's the classic like conundrum of like eternal youth yeah is if I gave it to you, then you'd live to anything of value. You'd probably outlive anyway. Right. So, like, what's the point of even what's having point? it? Like, the value of life is that it's finite and has an end. Right. So, yeah, that was that's really, really profound. And I thought this was, like, a good portrayal of it. You I know agree. What I mean? That's a fact. Very good portrayal. I also love the the timeline shift where our, our first <laughs> scenes of the movie are of the caretaker what the fuck was that dude's name whatever the caretaker falling out of the window yeah and splatting in the fucking snow back there Mm -hmm. and then they show how and why that happened which pretty sure i've seen the film before it's been a while yeah but i'm pretty sure i've seen the film so that whole scene i was like oh yeah that's right yeah and yeah uh, his self-sacrifice at the end just shows that he truly was either a under the spell of the vampire or just had undying love for Abby. It's crazy. He had that, uh, he had that acid just laying around as like a contingency. Oh, hundred percent. That was, that or was, was he using that more for the Vic? No, no, I think he was no, no that was, that was purely he for always had that ready for him. If, if, if I'm ever in a situation where I'm going to be identified, dump it on the face he was real, that shows how devoted he was. You feel me? Pure devotion. That's crazy. And and that that's all he knew was just like doing yep. everything for her. And to my knowledge, in the lore of vampires, that's how it is. You yeah. become you become under the spell, and you are uh, forever indebted. Forever, you, you will lay your life on the line, no matter what cost. And he did that. And and look at that sacrifice at the end, where he is like, she asks if she can come in. He says, nope. Cause I'm done anyway. 
Puts his neck out. She feeds one last time. Boom. Self-sacrifice. To, to the, the end. end, dude. To the end. Jesus Christ. If yeah. he could eat her whole body, if he could eat his, if she could eat his whole body, I bet she would have. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Seriously. Yeah. Like some like a, it's like some like a black widow shit. You like know what I mean? Wild, a praying mantis. Bro. You know? Like wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praying mantis uh-huh. eating, eating their, their mates. Eating their mate, man. Wild shit. How, how bitching was the scene about a woman who catches on fire, bro? Bro. I was like, that okay, was, that was just dope, dude. When she's when she's in that that's bed, that's like the best scene in the movie for me, honestly. Uh, well, yeah, when she when she got bit, I was like, okay, okay, please tell me, I, I I can tell she's gonna live through this. Please show her turning. This has to happen. We gotta we gotta we gotta know as an audience that yes, one hundred percent, she's a vampire. Is that contractable? Yes, it is. We see this here, and then as soon as that nurse walks over it, and is like, oh oblivious to the fact that she's sucking out the fucking transfusion blood from her own body because it's that's how ravenous the drive the lust is for that just fucking blood that is, dude fucking heavy that drive is so heavy and then she opens the window and her fucking face starts to burn and i'm like oh there it is and then she bursts into flame i'm like oh we oh got it it's God. a proper vampire film yes fuck yeah dude see it just that film was it, sick it doesn't like it doesn't uh it doesn't spoon feed you. It no. just kind of just gives it to you all. And it's kind of like, oh, this is what happened with this is happening. Boom. You know, there like, it is. We don't have to establish any no. rules. We're just gonna give them to you as they go. No. And you'll figure it out. I mean, out honestly, they're kind of playing by the book. Yeah, to be honest. We're playing by the book there. I mean, that shit was fire. <laughs> but <it's... laughs> oh man. This was good. This shit was shit was really good. And then he he decides to like leave leave with her. Yep. I'm like, and then the cycle begins again. Yep, cycle begins again, and and lo and behold, let's see, we get a fucking sequel, like, fifteen years in the in the future, twenty years in the future, thirty years in the future, and it's rinse and repeat. I mean, that could that could be a thing. I think it would be dope as fuck. It would have been. It would have been a. I know the probably it'll just probably never happen because I think this film did not do like well like financially in the box office That's at all, which, which sucks. Yeah, but I'm like, who would this film like really really play to? Because this was a rated R film. Yep. Lead uh, lead characters were children. Children. So it's like, eh, you know. Yeah, it's and there's a romance element to it too. Right. So like, there's been a very very niche film to like sell to people and it's like true. market properly. It's true, and and I think the story itself was just that it was a niche film and and i think i think partially that might just be the american market mm-hmm. being what it is yeah considering this was originally a swedish film we're very niche i think people. i think uh americans are very prudish when it comes to uh love stories and whatnot like, Facts. Uh, they're 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 very unwilling to to see anything other than the like they have to be 18 and over and it has to be a man and a woman and like, let's let's be honest. It, it very well could just be the American market was not uh, as receptive as they could have been to a story such as this. Uh, totally. Like, makes sense. it probably would have done better if it was a PG thirteen film, because then you could take then you could take your twelve thirteen year old kid to it and not feel like they're gonna see titties and fucking overt violence. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the director portrayed the film as it should have been 
yeah. at least for the American version. I, I'd like to go back and watch the Swedish version again. It's been a, a, long, a long time, time. since I've same, seen both of same. these. I went and watched it one time, and it was like same. Passing, it was so. one time, and I'm pretty sure I watched it about the same time it came out. So, yeah, it's a long time. But, but yeah, I... I, I think it, it didn't fare as well as it could have just simply because of the content. Like it's it's kids. No 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 rated R film that has kids as the fucking main character main characters is, is, gonna, is gonna really up. gonna blow up. I mean let's let's go with our let's go with our, our critic scores here. So it was a two thousand eight film. IMDB rates it with a seven point nine out of ten. Uh, what do you think Ron Tomatoes gave it? 90 fucking 8 my dude really 98 on Rotten Tomatoes Metacritic gives it an 82 and this time Google users are on par with an 86 wow which is pretty rare for the Google users normally us Google boys are fucking dummies yes and they give films that are absolute trash something in the 80s but uh yeah Rotten Tomatoes has given this a solid 98 which is Pretty unheard of for a lot of films. Let's pretty be honest. Pretty fucking good, man. Like, or that's that's nuts. It's yeah. good, but I don't know what that good. I, I mean, <laughs> dude, I I I remember plenty of scenes from this vaguely. Mm-hmm. I probably wasn't watching it as actively as I could have, especially in two thousand eight. I was like still in high school and kind of a dumbass. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so our budget was twenty mil. Box office on this was twenty four point one, so it 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 profited a little bit, but not enough to pay the primary actors. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you guys in on a little uh, industry secret about um about budgeting in films. I remember uh, one of my teachers in high school telling me a film has to make at least five five to six times its budget to be considered breaking even. Oh, I don't doubt that one so, bit. So, yeah, so. These films so like, many films are fucking losers then damn yeah a lot of films are losers man this one included you know but like this was a good ass this was a good ass story man i, I agree. mean how many uh, question for you how many like romance films in general do you see like in movie theaters or have seen in movie theaters in the last few years what was the last like smash hit romance film you saw can't oh. think of one right I mean, he's not wrong, but I never saw story ever told, bro. Um, Biblical, dude. I cannot think of a quote-unquote love story that I that I would have been like, yeah, I'd watch that again. I watched them, I'm like, yeah, that was fun, you know, and then forget about them. Yeah, exactly. They're they're it's it's, a filler. Yeah, it's, it's and it's, it's, it's I'm just saying there's nothing in like recent memory. No, not none, at all. None that I can think of in recent memory that I've been like, oh, this came out in 2016 and I watched this and it was fire and it was a romance. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah, so no, nope. I guess the the heyday from the 30s and 40s was <laughs> like yeah, there there ain't there ain't much there. Let's be honest. I mean, call me a call me jaded, but but it's the same story told over and over and over again in a slightly different setting rinse and repeat it's all bullshit you get stuff like this where it's a little more innovative and it's better but well, ladies and gentlemen we are gonna make it happen for the pod oh we're gonna God. make a, some romance films happens on here damn you kill me. 
We'll make it happen before Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Why can't we just why can't we just do a dope ass sci-fi series? I mean, we do like Scott Pilgrim. I actually I'm down for Scott Pilgrim, bro. Yeah. yeah. Scott Pilgrim. I don't, know, my I don't shit. know what we would pair that with, but we'll figure it out. Uh I was gonna say Ready Player One, but that shit was actually dope. I hated that shit. Yeah, it was kind of campy as fuck. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, visually, it was eye candy. Let's give it that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and all the fucking fan service and that shit. That yeah. shit was like, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's why I really sick, like went to see it. When's the last time you seen a Gundam next to the Iron Giant, bro? Fucking never. Wow. It was dope. It was dope. Um, yeah, man. So what would you personally rate this film? Me? I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an eight... Maybe an eight and a half. I'll give it, I'll give the story a seven. I'll give the cinematography a nine. Facts. Which puts us at an eight. So yeah. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Because the the cinematography just kept me there and watching. The story was good enough that I wasn't disengaged. And the, the action scenes were fucking brutal. They were good. So yeah, yeah, I'll give it an eight. It was looking really good, yeah cinematography i'd give it an eight i give it a, i give it an eight yeah now i'll actually go a nine um acting yeah. i give an eight acting was solid for acting sure very, very solid. good very yeah. good just on nostalgia factor alone i'm have to say this film was probably about honestly like an eight eight to me yeah no it was a very good film solid very good yeah there's very few films in my opinion that would get a 10 so and eight to me is like, man, I would watch that shit again. Like that shit was good. Had me had me yelling at the screen, you know. Yep. Good shit. And this is what happens when you subvert genres, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You've got a coming of age romance horror film with vampires. vampires. What more what more could you ask for? You know, this film is a whole bunch Cut of it. That's cool. Do it again. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode four of the Flicks v. Flops podcast. This is your boy at Get It Victor on Instagram, and also my photography page is uh, Victory Visuals, V C T R Y dot visuals on Instagram. And over here is our guy, Baseman333. I stream on Twitch, I play video games. If you want to watch me play video games and be a dumbass, come on down. What up? This is Flicks vs. Flops, episode four. Stay tuned for episode five. Later, suckers. Hey. Hey.